welcome back. Hi guys, welcome back to oh. On My Way Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I it's forgot how to do this. It's been a minute. Um, we were putting you guys in timeout at first. Um, and then we just got lazy. Mm-hmm. No, not actually. Um, so the episode with Goldmine, Clownline, John, um, Insight Joke. If you listen to that episode. Best episode ever. We finish recording. We wrap it up. He leaves. We look at each other in absolute disbelief. We're like, holy moly. That is the best episode we have ever recorded. That was so good. Top of the charts. Get ready for us. And then we publish it to Anchor. And we're checking it throughout the day. I thought that Anchor was broken because we were getting so little listens. So... Then we were like, what if we just, like, took a week, let people listen, you know, maybe they're busy, and then it just, you know, the episode flops. Um, it's kind of getting traction now, but, you know, uh, really good episode, don't know what happened, and then Yeah, we... so if you haven't listened to it and you're listening to this, turn this off, go listen to that one, then come back. So, but we're back, don't worry, we're staying around, and we did some reorganizational stuff over the past couple weeks, and we actually have some really cool guests coming on. I know we talked about doing that for a while, but we finally took action on that. So excited. We're, I'm very, very, very excited about the guests that we have. Oh, oh we're oh excited. God. Yeah, um, it's a good one, um, and I am very... I, I'm pumped to record. I'm pumped to be talking to you guys. I'm pumped to be I know, back I haven't, here. I haven't just talked to you and <laughs> nobody for a, in a long time, so right. I've we've missed out on that. I also feel like you and I spent like four days apart and like yeah. kind of recharge because usually I tell you every single thought that's going on throughout my day because yeah. you're like usually like in the same room and then we go to record and I'm just like I don't know I don't have anything going mm-hmm. on. Also, I need to start writing down stuff that I want to talk about because I have imaginary conversations in my head while I'm driving sometimes about things that we're going to talk about on the podcast mm-hmm. and then I forget about it and then I need to start doing that too. And then I end up talking about box wine for half an hour. Right. We did do that. I like that one, though. That one. So do I. (laughs) Okay, Megan, what's up with you? Okay, so I went home to vote. Oh, also, we are recording this on Friday, November 6th. 6th. Wow, time really gets away from that. Wow, 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 wow. Um, Everything just turned blue, so praying for good outcomes. So I went home to vote, stayed home for a couple days. Today, I drove back to... Philadelphia and I got a coffee in the car and it gave me the human version of the zoomies I have never had so much energy while sitting in my car I I, it was driving back and I'm on the interstate and I I laughed I danced I cried I had an epiphany um I had a pee so bad that public urination sounded really good for a brief moment I saw a dog being walked while I was very close to home and it was just doing its thing and I'm like I am so jealous of you Mr. Pipple right now <laughs> um but you know I didn't I made it I held it through had the zoomies um listened to Taylor Swift the entire time and it was so good I she's amazing yeah we've talked about this a lot but I haven't really sat down and listened to her for a long period of time for a while and it was just what I needed for the soul um having a good time until I had um a moment that if I would have been standing it would have brought me to my knees. I would have buckled in. I would have fallen to the ground in horror. And I kept a scrunched, cringe, shutter face for about 30 minutes thinking about how freaking strange, annoying, obnoxious, and cringy I was when I was about, thir- like, you know, age 13 to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Was that your epiphany? That was... My epiphany was that I was the most <laughs> annoying person on the world. 
I'd like to invite you. I know everybody's like, oh my gosh, totally. I was so weird when I was a freshman in high school. Like, I was so weird. Guys? Guys. Um, so I joined the cross-country team. I ran like a 45-minute mile. Um, I also had a massive obvious crush on one of the other freshmen going in and it was so embarrassing how (laughs) obvious it was and how unrequited it was so freaking embarrassing um what else did I do I recorded myself singing and playing guitar and then sent it to my one guy friend (laughs) who I am now dating I sent him me playing like blank space to say this I'm recording I'm like do you think I'm a good singer Oh, that's, that's really That's embarrassing. Yeah, the video is out there. He has it on his laptop. I did used to watch the Blank Space music video, like, every day. <laughs> Religious. I think that was sophomore year that I did that. Irrelevant. Um, What else did I do? Something unfortunate did happen to me this week that I have been waiting to tell you. Because oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be anything that you think. So, um, I fell down a flight of stairs with a baby in my arms. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yes, it's the baby I nanny no. for. Um, so what happened was I was going down the stairs holding her, and I was wearing socks. Keep in mind, I've gone down these stairs in this house so many times to this point. Just know these stairs like the back of your hand. Truly. All of a sudden, I just see <clears throat> white and brown, and I am in pain. Oh. And luckily, instinctively, I like wrap my arms around her and so she was completely fine but I suffered the fall um so I was it for have you ever gotten an injury been hurt and then the adrenaline just kind of goes and then you don't feel it at first Mm -hmm. so I was like her parents came over because they were home and they were like oh my gosh are you okay and like the mom's a doctor so she was checking us both for like injuries I had a pretty bad scrape on my elbow. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm gonna show you. Let's see. And go. <gasps> oh my god! That had to have been like concrete stairs. It was quite painful. Oh so my, my I fell on my elbow. God. It broke the fall. Broke and your elbow and broke your butt. Huge bruise no, on that. No, yeah, no, huge no. bruise. Didn't realize till the next oh morning. Oh my god! Um, and just the hole <clears throat> is the left side of my body, which I guess is good. I fell completely on the left side, oh so the whole god. left side of my body. Has been quite sore since Wednesday. Get her to a chiropractor. Um, but yeah, I. So and then they told me I felt kind of embarrassed and awkward because I just fell down stairs with their with the baby, <laughs> and so the mom she hugs me and she's like, "Thank you so much for saving my baby." And I was like, "I wouldn't have had to save your baby if I didn't inflict the pain upon oh, your baby." No. So did Nora start crying? Did baby start crying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dramatic she was, because she, was she wasn't crying. the one that got hurt. I know she didn't. I was. I did a good job saving her. She had. She was completely fine. But, um, yeah. So I felt. I definitely felt bad. But then apparently the dad had fallen down the stairs last week with a giant toolbox in his hand. No. So he was like, "We need to do something about these stairs." So they ordered those like grippy things that you put on wooden stairs. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever seen them. So like make your feet stick. So. Wow. Yeah, so hopefully that will never happen again. And today when I was there, I took my socks off when I was on the stairs. Amazing. So I would have some more grip. 
You have, like, a, a pair of socks at the bottom of the stairs and the top yeah. of the stairs. So whenever you, like, take them, you know. I had, like, the death grip on the railing. So oh, like, right. my gosh. We're doing this. Like, <laughs> sit down and, like, go down the stairs one by yeah. one while holding the baby. Honestly. This is why I'm afraid of children. Yeah. At least I'm kind of glad I know that instincts are to protect. I mean, not that I thought they weren't. Right. But, like, I, you know. I told somebody else, and they were like, what if you just threw the baby? <laughs> threw the baby and braced for the fall? Instinctively, I was like, oh, my God, could you imagine? I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not going to comment. I wouldn't blame <laughs> you. You can't blame your instincts. No, yeah, but thankfully. I just saw a baby were. for, like, the first time in years the other day, so I don't really have any uh, authority to say anything about that. But that is awful. I'm glad you're okay, though. Yeah, that bruise is nasty. It's pretty nasty. It's getting worse looking, but it feels better. I can barely move my elbow on Wednesday. Do you think it's broken? No, because well, her mom's a doctor, and she, like, examined it. She has, like, x-ray eyes? And it was, like, pretty pretty topical, the pain. It's not, like... Mm. Like, I can do this now. Amazing! <laughs> I mean, I'm in full elbow. recovery. Full recovery mode. Her elbow's gonna be good for whatever elbow needs she needs. Yes. Very proud. Um, should we talk about the fact that we went to Colorado? I mean, we, we're gonna touch on it. We, we went to Colorado. It. it was pretty fun. The energy in the um, car ride to the airport was probably yeah. peak serotonin. We were... We were blasting um, hotel room service by Pitbull at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, it was the car. Quite early for that. Um, quite early, but it's also never too early for <laughs> Pitbull. My roommate's boyfriend was driving us to the airport, and so <laughs> she drove to pick him up, and then he was going to drive. And he, like, rolls out. He, like, clearly has just gotten out of bed and not that excited. excited. What is he doing? And then he just, like, gets in the car, and then he just... We, we didn't. Like, we got the hotel, motel, holiday. <laughs> the energy was unchanged. Um... Happy Halloween, by the way, people. Yeah. Spooky season has come to a close. Tonight. Um, but it's pretty much Christmas now. Even though I love Thanksgiving. Huge fan of Thanksgiving. Don't want to skip over it. But there's no Thanksgiving music to play. Right. Or, like, Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, and Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's kind of bundled up in my head. Yeah. You know what it's I mean? the holiday season. Exactly. It's that. It's spoken. But it's... <laughs> Sounds like it's, I'm in like <laughs> talking in reverse, <laughs> making it the remix. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm gonna be the remix. Um, no, I think I bundle it. <laughs> no, no. Every. Oh my gosh, that reminds me today. So after I had fallen down the stairs, I also <laughs> the day before did a workout, like a leg workout, and I haven't really <clears throat> worked out that much, like a week, because mm-hmm. vacation, just like. And so I was really sore that morning, fell down the stairs. My body is not in the best shape. Today, I was holding the baby while I was watching her, and I, like, sat her on my um, lap, sort of, while I was laying down, Mm -hmm. and my whole lower spine just cracked. (laughs) And I was like, I think I needed that. I think that needed to happen. But it was crazy. I... You, I know you know I don't, I'm not a fan of She's not cracking. a cracker. I'm not a cracker. The chiropractor thing doesn't appeal to me, so. Meanwhile, I'll be, like, chiropractic <laughs> compilations on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, that will never be me. Um, wow, I'm trying to think. Um, for Halloween, we, my roommates and I, we all dressed up as, um, well, we didn't really have a... Sparkly girls. Yeah, we just wore sparkly <laughs> stuff. 
<laughs> we wore our roommate sister's old rave clothes and CVS makeup. But could have been worse. That's all I'm going to say. I thought it was fun. Last year yeah. I was um, a fiesta because I got home from a wedding and I had three minutes to find a costume. So I just brought around that pinata thing and a bottle of tequila and uh worse I've, I've always been really bad with costumes the year before that I was uh salt and pepper with my boyfriend he wore a white shirt and drew an s on it and I just wore a black shirt and uh put a paper p on it mm-hmm. um even when we did the vine party I literally I just dressed normally and carried around a croissant I don't think I've ever been creative with my costumes which is a shame I think it comes from not wanting to spend money mm-hmm we did Oreos once. We did. That was, that was cute. good. That was cute. We both wore white and then <clears throat> big Oreo like cutout things that you made and wore them on our backs and then we hugged and we were a double stuffed Oreo. That's so cute. <laughs> That's really cute. Where did the- that was freshman year, right? Wow. See, that was the only non-cringy thing yeah. that I ever Either did. Either freshman or sophomore year. I think that, I, that gives me sophomore vibes. Same. I'm going to go check. I'm not going to check because we're recording that. Oh, true, true. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was cute. Where did we get the Oreo back? Did I, did I feel I think like, you drew with chalk okay, on it. I think that too, but I can't remember. I can't visualize. For some reason, I remember yeah. my dad bringing home these black poster boards, and then I just remember them being done. I, I must have done it. Huh. Maybe I you did, did them in your sleep. Probably. Or maybe I just forgot because it was eight years ago. <laughs> That's, That's pretty probable. You don't remember making um, an Oreo cutout. But I do remember photoshopping my face with my crushes and then Oh, uh, everyone's done that. That is enough of ever talking about that on the podcast. <laughs> That's enough of talking about ourselves on the podcast. Um, getting into the topic today, which is... Going against the grid. Were you waiting for me to say it? No, I was thinking of... I feel like there's a, there's a different ways to say it. Yeah. So... Because I was like, I don't really know. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I know the energy, but I couldn't put it into words. Right. It's hard. Yeah. So, going against the grid, going against the norm, taking the road less traveled. Two roads diverge. One road <laughs> diverges. All right. All right. <laughs> We're out of practice. Um, anyway. Do you want to start or do you want me to just start talking? I want you to start talking because I want to see where you're going. Basically, I have a main idea that taking the road less traveled is the path to success. Usually. Define success. Like, is that a sweater? The white with uh, the stars. Yeah. It's cute. Thank you. Carry on. Um... Taking the road to success, what is success? Yeah, so I um, was just, when I was thinking about this topic, I have noticed that people who become, um, like, whose ideas really blow up and, like, become well-known, usually it's because they do something different. They do something out of the ordinary that sparks interest from people. Um, There are a few exceptions to this. The one that comes to mind is Charlie D'Amelio, which is why she's probably part of the Illuminati. Um, but <laughs> we can unpack that now or save it. Um, we'll just jump over that. So, but like Apple, what they did, there were no really phone 
like their branding, just everything. Right. Very outside the box, not traditional. Very innovative from the get-go with yeah. the iPhone where they were like, no stylus. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Steve Jobs would be like, Steve Jobs, no stylus. <laughs> That's enough of me speaking. <clears throat> um, but yeah, and you can also think about it, that's like a, on a micro scale as like, um, like doing the right thing when everyone else is doing the wrong thing or like wearing what you want to wear, not what everybody else is wearing because it's what makes you feel good and what makes you who you are, which as you were talking about, like being 13 and being a freshman in high school, that's extremely hard to do, um, at that time in your life. Well, I was just thinking, actually, literally today, during my cringe fest, I was thinking about how, like, when you're uh, growing up and when you're a teenager, up until some definitive, pretty much instant split, is you want to be exactly like everybody else you want to fit in. I remember in middle school, everybody um, used either Hollister or Vera Bradley tote bags to bring all their stuff to class, or Mm -hmm. bring their stuff to school, and then literally nobody everybody everybody did that in middle school for the most part like 99 90% of females and then in high school no one had tote bags and before the school year started I got this like nice Vera Bradley tote bag that I was so excited and I showed up I was so embarrassed the whole year because I was like I am the one of two people in the grade of like (laughs) 300 girls that has a tote bag this is so embarrassing this is the most embarrassing thing in my life that's so true college is not clicky no no it's just like if you if you choose to be in a sorority or something you might experience clickiness but in general nobody cares (laughs) nobody cares cares. what you wear just be be a good person be respectful do your own thing and nobody cares do you (laughs) what you're doing do you think that's like a a city like a big school thing do you think it's like if so if we went to a college i had maybe the same um attendance as our high school do you think it would have been clicky or do you think it would have been the same thing where people i just don't, don't know care? because temple's definitely very like so much diversity like everybody just does their own people thing. i you will see like once a week someone's gonna be walking around with a hot dog costume or something and yeah. it doesn't really it really you. represents philly like it's a right. philly school you can def- you can see that as soon as you walk on campus. Uh-huh. Um, I, I'm thinking back to when I went to Duquesne because I feel like it's definitely smaller than Temple and it's more of like a, it's a Catholic school. Right. So it's, I think it's kind of a, it's definitely a different vibe than Temple. But I think I was still a little more concerned about like what are people wearing to parties? Like what are people wearing to class? I didn't really care. But I was, it wasn't, people didn't dress as um, differently as they do here. Right. But I don't think anybody would have cared. Like, nobody was judgmental about it. Yeah. And I didn't experience cliques. Well, we have, like, for example, Temple has a really, really good art school. And the stereotype of, like, art school people, you know, having different color hair, dressing really alternative or whatever is, holds pretty true. So, like, if you see someone, like, I'll see every day, well, when there is classes and people working about them, dozens of people who have, like, you know, full arm tattoos and, like, piercings all over, different color hair, mm-hmm. all that type of stuff, and it's, like, unfazing. But if I saw yeah. someone that had a tattoo in, like, high school or something, I would be floored. I would be like, oh, yeah. they have a tattoo? That's crazy. Or tattoos someone... are kind of crazy in high school because I feel like they're children. Yeah. 
Like, you're a child. Don't brand your but body. But thinking back, I, I knew people who had tattoos. I'm trying it's to think. Wild. I know some people. I remember senior year when people turned 18, people started getting them on their 18th birthday. Mm. I don't know. But, yeah, there's, like, no one really cares. And I think, I honestly think, like, you know how it is. <laughs> Going against the grain is, like, not a hot take anymore as it was, like, 10 20 30 years ago mm-hmm. like going an entrepreneurial route as opposed to like a nine-to-five even though nine-to-fives are amazing and I have a friend who um wanted to be a wedding like a full-time wedding photographer and was super excited about it and then got a full-time job while she kind of like built her business and then she realized like I love this I love the people I work with and I love the stability mm-hmm. and I like the benefits and I like the structure and she's like I don't know if I want to do this full-time like I don't know if I want to be an entrepreneur and yeah. that's fine too but I don't think it's as crazy to jump jobs around or change a plan or do all this stuff anymore. We talked about this a little bit over the weekend, but I think um, the going against the grain choice is flipping because I think that more people now in our generation are choosing the atypical not nine to five. Right. So like... I know that normally when I'm in groups, like, everybody's like, I want to be my own boss. Like, I can't have, I don't want to have the same schedule every week. Like, I want, I can't do a nine to five. And it's um, the same thing with, like, getting married. It's becoming the norm to get married late. Yeah. Later. Later. When it never was. So I think people who are getting married at younger ages, like, in their early 20s, that's sort of going against the grain now. And I think those people do experience judgment. Yeah, I was talking about this. I think we were talking about this the other day about how, like, yeah. I, we frequently talk about how people our age are starting to get married, and it's, mm-hmm. like, getting less weird. Like, it I'm is. not It still surprised. feels crazy because I feel like I'm 16 internally. Right. But. I had a friend um, who got engaged a couple weeks ago, and I saw the photo, and my first thought was, like, yeah, I, I like, I knew this was coming. Like, I saw mm-hmm. this was coming. And she's my age, and I don't see myself getting married anytime soon, but it's weird how not weird it feels anymore how even like this time last year we were talking about this and i was like i can't even imagine yeah and now i'm like no it's like that's normal it's like a little against the green but also do you think it's because people are living longer so it's like they're working for more years and they can't stay in the same job do you think their attention spans are i think going it's down? mainly like, because of the progression of like gender equality and women's the switch has flipped as to what is considered <clears throat> the grain like what is typical yeah and what is not there is no longer a grain is what i'm taking from this um also side note you know what word i hate what girl boss and ceo yeah because you're just a boss they are just very cringy to me it's like why does there have to be that caveat of like yeah she it's a ceo like CEO. Also, I feel like it's been overused. Those words have been overused by the MLM community. Where yes. they're like, starting a small business, like small business owners, but in reality, they're only getting inventory from another business and they're doing this buy-in and this company. And this is not for every single like multi-level marketing scheme, but for the most part, a lot of pyramid schemes, they make their revenue off of their quote-unquote business owners who keep buying inventory from the main business who are actually like coming out with a loss at the end of the day because they can't turn over this inventory. And then they're like, oh, but you're a business owner, but it's not that kid. Like that is not you. Mm, I could go off, but I will hold back. But if you are a college lady, because I feel like college girls are getting preyed on more and more for these MLMs because it's like, Mm -hmm. you can make money from your phone, like uh, six figures just from your Instagram following, even if you have like 20 followers. Like, no, that's, don't do it. 
don't do don't no don't do it if it doesn't sound legitimate it's probably not if it's too good to be true it probably is exactly also there's really like truly no fast track to success or anything like that and that's something i really had to like come to terms with over the mm-hmm. past couple of years of like hey you're not just gonna jump into your dream job even if you jump into doing something you like you're not gonna jump into your peak career and you shouldn't you shouldn't get the fast track to success because then it's like how stable is it? What's the fun? But uh, I'm gonna cut myself off of there. <laughs> um, I think it's. I think there will always be, sort of some type of going against the norm, just because there tends to always be a majority that does a certain thing, but. And it's, it's important to keep in mind too that not everybody can and will go against the grain so if you have an idea that like you think could go to the next level it can be scary to like take that next step but it can really bring you somewhere else it's always risky and it's always uncomfortable and you might it definitely yields judgment from other people like your friends and family (laughs) Um, like a lot of the standout people who are real successes would not be where they are today if they hadn't made a risky decision that people who were close to them did not approve of and to hit you with a very relevant however very cliche pinterest quote is nothing good ever happens when you're in your comfort zone right author unknown um i'm gonna order a throw pillow with that on it right now live laugh love go against the grain (laughs) um i really believe in that and i think you can have a awesome life just doing things in your comfort zone but I feel like my favorite memories the best things like where you really grow in any aspects is when you're pushing the boundaries yeah of what you think you can and can't do um and that can be applied towards anyone even if you're not thinking about like you're like well I want to be an accountant like I love accounting I love balancing the books I want that nine to five this is not applicable to me but it is there's a lot of things that maybe even like traveling alone or mm-hmm. even just walking up to like that group of girls and introducing yourself and be like hey what's that I would yeah if it's not job or career wise that's I feel like that's how we've been presenting it but it doesn't always have to be that if you love your nine-to-five job there's there is something else there's another area of life that you probably want to be more flexible in but you're not I always think before I take a risk and to be completely transparent I'm not a huge risk taker um, I've taken some with my business and I, oh, side note, personal life update. I'm launching <laughs> a web design business on Wednesday. I wanted to do this forever mm-hmm. and I've been waiting for a long time because I'm like, I need to wait till I'm good enough. And then I realized I'm never going to wait. I'm never going to feel like I'm ready. So a couple months ago, I set a date of 11, 11 and that's coming up and I'm really excited. But, uh, yeah, for example, a risk I did is I invested, I invested some, some of my, like, non-business some of my personal money into setting up the website and like a couple other random little things and I'm nervous because what if it's a huge flop oh and if I said a ton of time like I've been working on Mm -hmm. it for hours a day for months and I've wanted to do this for years and what if it just flops and I always think about like the worst case scenario and it's like okay well money's a renewable resource whenever I want to take a risk I always think of like what's the worst case scenario like what's the absolute worst case scenario and then how am I going to deal with that and I think about that all the time Mm -hmm. in like personal situations and all this stuff and I always just try to prepare myself for the worst thing that could happen and a side note uh even if you waste time or even if you fail completely it's always a lesson learned and I think even if you can't find the silver lining 
or the lesson. Sometimes you just have to look harder and frame it like that. And I feel like I write off a lot of things to just a lesson learned when I can't think of a good thing that came out of it because it just kind of makes life better when you look at it like that because then everything's kind of positive. Even if it sucks, there's like a positive to it. So whenever I feel like going against green or taking a risk, I always just think of the worst case scenario and how I'm going to move forward from there. Yeah, even when, um, I remember when I was going to college, I was pretty certain my classes were going to be quite difficult, and right. they were, um, but I remember my mom telling me, like, okay, worst case scenario, you fail a class, or go even further, you fail all your classes somehow. Right. Then, okay, you just, either something was going on, so you reevaluate your life and take them again, or you realize this isn't what you should be doing and like take a break and reevaluate again like the stakes aren't that high in the big picture you always put more pressure on yourself than necessary yeah a lot of things that feel like a big deal are not big deals at all yeah and I also feel like people are so afraid of failure for good reason because it sucks to Mm -hmm. fail and like lose whatever it was time or energy and at the end of the day, if you're not failing, then you're doing something wrong because you're not going far enough out of your comfort zone to grow. If you only ever win, if you only ever feel success, then you're not reaching far enough. So even though your success rate of whatever is 100%, you're not reaching the potential you could be. Yeah. And you're not going to know that until you kind of test your limits. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what I'm talking about. I'm talking very broadly there. But that's kind of my philosophy um yeah even something to just get away from talking about jobs like making friends I know we've been talking a lot about making friends in post-grad life um because you're not you don't have that commonality of college to bring you together so when making friends you're not there's a very low chance that you're gonna be make a new best friend from the first person you meet right so there's probably going to be some, like, rejection going on there. Like, when you try to reach out and make friends, and that's okay. You're not meant to be everybody's best friend. If you can be everybody's best friend, that means that you um, probably, ha- you, like, act different ways around other people. And you're not being genuine right, right. with yourself. You don't want to please everybody. You can't please everybody. No, you don't want to. Do you like everybody? Do you no. like everybody <laughs> that you think of, like... No, nobody, and sometimes people are going to not like you for no reason, but maybe it's because you're incredibly obnoxious, like I was, especially mm-hmm. freshman year, moving past that, but some people are not going to like you for no reason at all, and yeah. you can't take it personally. Like, other people's opinions about you are not personal, unless mm-hmm. you, like, did something terrible to them, you know, you like, like that, but you know, get lesson learned, don't do it again, apologize, move past it. Um, yeah, I'm really afraid for like post grad life and reaching out to people and being like, Hey, like, you want to grab coffee? I need friends. Bumble BFF is going to become my BFF, I think. Um, mm-hmm. like, I fully plan on using Bumble BFF if I ever move to a new city. Yeah, like, I, I love meeting new people, like, I thrive in those situations, and I have always wanted to sort of like move to a new city where I don't know anybody mm-hmm. um like I get the urge to just do that sometimes yes yeah, and I don't know I think it'll be kind of fun but I think it'd be fun to start completely fresh in a new city and then just like see what you can do with that life mm-hmm. um 
I like have like a mental game plan. I like want to join a co-working spot and like try to work there a lot or, you know, regular cafe or something like that. Um, I don't know. I almost like want to start doing yoga so I can do a yoga class and then make friends with people there. But I feel like mm-hmm. CrossFit's more my vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'll be using like just the bar to like throw it up and they'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Get out of here. So then, um, no, that is not the environment for you. Exactly. (laughs) I need like baby CrossFit. Yeah. You get better. That's the beauty of CrossFit. Hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know this whole like topic, very relevant. However, I feel like my mindset is like, why not? Like, like what stop? Like what? What's stopping you? And mm-hmm. it's, like, a lot easier said than done. But if it's only what other people will think, do it. Yeah. Moving past the, like, the what other people are thinking of you is huge. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks ago, I had um, an acquaintance reach out to me. He's like, hey, I'm texting everybody I know to make sure that they're registered to vote. And he started grilling me about, like, making sure I knew where I was voting and that I was registered if I was going in person. Like, all this stuff. And I was like, dude, I got it. And I was kind of irritated because I'm like, do you not, like, I know who I'm voting for. I know, like, it's fine. But then, like, thinking back, I was like, actually, I respect that a ton. I would never have it in me to text every single contact. Right. And, like, check on them. Because there's a lot of people that I'm, like, I don't know. Fear, like, don't want to reach out to. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but in, like, a, I don't, I don't want to bother them. Also, like, don't text yeah. them. Another example. Oh, um, sh- Of when it's hard to go against the grid. And I feel like some of our listeners might be able to relate to this. When you're a senior in college and everybody is committing to a big, expensive school. I and you don't want that. to do that. Yeah. Or, like, you want to, but you're, like... We've talked about how it's hard when you're in the moment to make the decision to take a gap year or to go to community college mm-hmm. first, but you want to wear the cool shirt on Declaration Day. That, Let's be honest. That's what you want. On May 1st, you want to roll up looking fresh as hell with your new whatever. Or also... College shirt. I remember, Half zip if you're really... Oh, you're really invested. You're rich! <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like... My parents really wanted me to go to community college, and overall, I'm happy that I didn't... Or no, I take it back. I'm glad where I ended up, but I feel regretful sometimes because I remember thinking of, like, oh, like, I took AP classes in high school, and then I don't want to just, like, go to community college. Like, people are going to think, like, so mm-hmm. low. But no, they... Like, it's smart And who cares? Right. Who cares what they think? It was such, like, a hubris, like, toxic, tr- like mindset on yeah. my part that I thought I was too good for community college well you know what guess who's going to be laughing uh in a couple months when I graduate and have to pay my loans back I don't know someone who's getting the money someone who went to community college but probably because they're not <laughs> you know and it's like at the end of the day you get the graduation diploma from whatever college you end up transferring to yeah. all right I don't think I have anything else to say. I have nothing else to say. But we're at a good time. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming back and listening with us again. Um, You know where to find us on Instagram. If you don't, it's at omwthepodcast. Um, Give us a follow. We do have some really nice graphics that Megan makes every week. They're very pretty. Um, So, yeah, thanks so much, guys. We appreciate every single one of you so much. Yeah. um, Really all the love. And I missed talking to you guys as weird as that sounds um yeah yeah, bye guys bye